911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. In our last episode, we dissected the quote, work until you no longer have to introduce yourself and what that means for both of us. So if you haven't already, go ahead and check that out. And also we've introduced an app with somebody that we've partnered with that you can download completely free. But in today's episode, I thought we would talk about how sometimes our gains actually result in being losses. Um, Yeah, and it's actually going to be an episode that came up because of something that happened in the shower last night. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint's smirking at me. Turn that shit off. So last night, we were taking a shower. I've had some really intense workouts probably for the past two weeks. Like I've been really pushing myself. And I've let off a little bit on the throttle today because I can tell uh, my REM sleep cycle is really sucked and I'm just not allowing myself to recover the way that I need to, which we all know it's just not efficient performance. So the reason I'm sharing that with you is because last night we were in the shower and I just so happened to look down at my inner left bicep because something caught my eye and we were doing some work in the yard and I thought maybe I got cut because I was wearing gloves and it seemed like no matter what I did, I kept getting poked by, you know, different weeds and just sticks and stuff. So um, that was my initial thought. So I looked down and Clint just so happened to look at where I was looking at the same time. And I was like, I have a stretch, a new stretch mark on the inside of my bicep. And then Clint looks at me with this like, holy shit kind of look. And he's like, it's because that shit's protruding. And I'm like, it's really not. But I was just like shocked. Like, where the heck did that come from? Her her biceps just getting huge and, and she just didn't recognize it. She only noticed that that stretch mark. But as she's doing that, it was funny because I see her her bicep almost bulging. And I'm like, dang, her biceps are getting really big. I got to step up my game. The funny thing is, is I literally was not flexing at all. Like something caught my eye and I just looked at the inside of my arm and maybe the way I was like holding it to try to point it up to my face. And there's nothing worse as you sit there. And if you're a woman, you're going to completely understand. Maybe you will if you're a man, but probably not to the extent of us females. But there's nothing worse that a woman wants on her body than another stretch mark. And I take a lot of pride in how working out makes me feel. I feel like we're able to cultivate pieces of our soul and express them on a physical level. And it it truly is therapy for me. I am agnostic and I've explained that many, many times. But for me, when I work out and I'm able to connect my physical movements with what's going on in the deepest pieces of me, It's truly like my form of praying. It's my form of connecting to a deeper power. It's my way of being able to really kind of expand my mind and my curiosity and to allow every single movement to be connected with what's going on inside and to really just enjoy myself and to feel myself. And 
Clint, that might, I've never shared that with you, but that might give you a little bit of a better understanding as to why I fucking hate working out with you. And I say just, just you as in Clint, as you listen to this, we've, we've always been very fortunate to have a really nice home gym. And I don't, I don't like to go out and work out with other people for that same reason, but that same reason exists inside of my, my home as well. I just, I do not like working out with other people because any type of distraction, it has the potential of taking me out of that zone. And I'm so selfish and, you know, that's my time to where it's okay to be selfish and to really delve into everything that I'm experiencing. Yeah. And I can definitely recognize that in the times I have worked out with you and, and our first few times of really like working out regularly with one another, I've always wanted to blow Ashley kisses or, or, you know, pinch her butt or whatever it may be. And that gives me a new understanding as to why I have gotten better about almost ignoring Ashley as we're working out, but it's hard for me to do that because me, I'm like a happy-go-lucky workout person. Like let's work out and have fun while we're doing it because that's, and I think that goes back into uh, when I first started working out in high school, you're working out with a whole bunch of buddies on the football team, on the wrestling team, whatever it may have been. And you're just bullshitting. You're working out, but you're bullshitting while you're doing it. And so I think that really stems to my understanding of working out and why I've always done what I've done. And it's kind of cool because I can relate that back and I've never even processed that until right now. But I go to a gym and I see buddies there. Like I, I'm not one to sit there and just sit on a bench and sit on my phone and, or just talk with people. Like I can do both work out and talk, but I see a lot of guys all the time. They're just, they do a workout and then they sit down and they give themselves, I'm doing the air quotes, the thing right now and then taking a break, but they're just sitting scrolling social media or whatever else. And to me, I think that comes down to the same mindset that you have is why are you even in here to work out if that's what you're going to do? And I think the concept that you look at with me, uh, the joking around playing around with that is similar. I can understand that. But for me, like I hold no judgment over anybody else. Like I don't give a fuck what anybody else does in the gym. Just like you, Clint, like I never pay attention to what you're doing. Like I could care less about what you're doing and I would rather not have to see it. (laughs) But it's about me. It's again, my, my selfish time to be able to just own that and to have that. And it, it is difficult when I won't lie, like it's difficult to work out together, but that's just the way that life works. I, I know that for Clint, if he's not being prompted to come and work out with me, then he might recommend that I go work out. But then on the back end of that, he'll probably not want to work out. And I mean, I would rather you work out than not work out at all. So it's just a sacrifice that we make. My stomach just growled. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised as you listen, if you could hear it. We haven't eaten yet, but it just got me thinking of how sometimes we work so hard to cultivate the things that we want in life, but then we don't anticipate some of the negative consequences on the back end, like having another stretch mark. Like I don't want my biceps to be like, you know, nice and covered in stretch marks. Like, so where's that balance? And 
I, it's funny too, because the only time that I've ever had um, like really quick growth like that is when we take creatine and I haven't taken any creatine. I haven't changed up anything actually. So yeah, that's just going to be something we test. And for me, with the way that I lift, it's almost impossible for me to ever not include my biceps to some extent, even if I'm not directly working them out. So I, th- I think that for me, I just need to maintain that level of what I want and feel on the inside. I'm not, I don't ever work out for anybody else. It's always just for me. So why should I care what it looks like externally? Whether that means I have like biceps bigger than yours, or if that means that they're covered in stretch marks, like it it shouldn't matter. It, It really doesn't matter because it doesn't change the way that I feel when I'm able to give myself that daily release. And as you sit there listening to this, another thing that comes to mind for me is we all think that personal growth and success has some monetary attributions, but how many, how many stories do we know of where money has like really screwed up the lives of a lot of people when they get it? I can use my own family as an example. The, the bigger and bigger that my dad's construction company became, you know, he had an abundance of money and I couldn't be more proud of him. But what also sits in that story is the now I'll give some air quotes, the help that he's given to my brothers. And that has resulted in a whole other skew of problems that wouldn't exist had that money not been available. So sometimes we think of just the light, but we don't always consider that it's it's not always all light. And it's important for us to be able to recognize that and to be able to just self-assess and reflect and to be able to, de- to decide what's most important to us and to not allow external influences to sway that way of thinking. Same Same with the whole gym concept or, you know, the who's surrounded in in my circle or in my space when I'm working out or you're working out, Clint. And when we're able to understand that it's us that holds the ability to decide and we don't allow any of the social influences or anything outside of us to be able to alter or dictate what it is that we want or that makes us feel good or that gives us that that sense of connection or what we desire to achieve in this world, then I think it's a lot easier for us to give ourselves a little bit of grace. And ultimately, we all deserve that. We're all worthy of that. Absolutely. So as you sit there and listen to this, if you have any stories that you could share of a time when you've worked so hard and didn't see some of the negativity that might sit on the backside of that achievement, I would love to hear your thoughts. So just message us on Facebook at Ashley Walton or at Clint Walton, and we'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, we will talk to you next time.